I'm Chris Ferraz Prad, and this is the Vital Compass Podcast. Here we explore about mental health, meaning in life, well-being, spirituality, and ethics in living. How long will the idea of war be considered normal? How long until we deem it acceptable to have political leaders demonstrating prejudice and lacking emotional stability to the extent that it impacts on people's safety? We live in a society that has normalized the idea of war, that normalizes violence. But war is not normal. It may be part of our history. But it's not normal. Killing people, killing to conquer a piece of land, killing because of color, religion, power, money, is not acceptable. War reveals how sick a society is. Currently, in addition to Ukraine, there's also Syria and great conflict in Yemen and Myanmar, just to mention a few. The world that we access in our, uh, on our mobile with just a click shows us so much distress, so much suffering, even more so after two years of a pandemic. Following the news about the latest war taking place in Ukraine, I came across the term selective empathy. There was news reporting that African and Indian students living in Ukraine were being banned from crossing the border. How can this be? They were all trying to escape, and the Border Patrol was not allowing people of color to cross to a safer place. Have you ever heard of the term selective empathy? Empathy is the ability to feel what another person is feeling, to feel the suffering of the other when you witness that they are in pain, for instance. Empathizing is the first step towards compassion. Selective empathy reveals to us that it's easier to empathize with those who resemble us. Empathizing takes work, demands mental and emotional energy. It is an effort. Selective empathy most commonly happens in situations of skin color difference, most probably because it's quickly identified. Class differences are also a factor, um, as are differences related to religion and sexuality. Yeah, it can be easier to empathize with those who look like us, which is why it's important to be aware of this trend. We reduce a person to one single characteristic, creating distance from one's humanity and perpetuating prejudice. So, Muslims are more easily identified as terrorists, blacks as criminals, poor people as dirty, homosexuals, trans as ungodly. These types of perception make the process of empathy difficult. These attitudes feed prejudice and conflicts in the world. 
when world leaders normalize selective empathy and address certain groups with disdain and disrespect, conflicts turn into wars very quickly. Selective empathy is much easier than universal empathy. It's easy to divide people into groups, criticize and treat different people with prejudice. This lazy dynamic breeds fear and mistrust. It's much more challenging to find what unites us, but it's also much more rewarding, builds a sense of security and encourages confidence. It is possible for us to educate ourselves about this and to transform our perspective, contributing to a culture of peace, which is what we all really want. So, here are a few suggestions to help us all tackle this. Start by simply recognizing that we tend to empathize more easily with people who look like us. Learn about other cultures and peoples that are not part of your life. Learn about groups that are marginalized. Listen to their stories. See what's in common between you and different peoples. Observe the similarities instead of focusing on the differences. Imagine yourself in the situation of marginalized people. What is it like when you are isolated or a victim of prejudice? What's like for you to see a person you love being disrespected, being judged just for being? Pay attention to the words you use to distinguish yourself from certain groups of people, um, so people, especially people that you have difficulty empathizing with. Change the words. Search for words that show respect. Share news stories. In the process of educating yourself, encourage those around you also to challenge their perceptions. Tell stories about your learning about what you read or what you've been reading that you didn't know before. Reflect on groups that are marginalized and live in the same region as you. What conditions do they have to face that you don't have to deal with? When you are with people who are different from you, be curious to learn from them. Respectfully ask about their stories. Listen with presence and compassion. Don't look for right or wrong, but identify your feelings. Pay attention to the expressions on the face of the person telling the stories. Imagine his or her feelings. If possible, look for volunteer work with groups that are different from you. And know how to forgive yourself too. Don't blame yourself for your selective empathy. We all have it. If the idea is to wake an empathy for humanity and exercise compassion, you deserve to be a part of that too. So, treat yourself compassionately. Recognize that changing is hard work, and it's much more work than blaming yourself. Gandhi said something beautiful about this process. He said, be the change you want to see in the world. To refuse to empathize with certain groups is to nurture prejudice, and prejudice fuels wars and conflicts in the world. We all want to live in peace, but for peace to be real, it must belong to all of us. 
Music and Editing by Ale Prade. Vital Compass is available at Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also register in the website. It's www.vitalcompass.com. Compass is with a K. And you can always send me an email. You can send an email to vitalcompass at gmail.com. I would love to get an email from you.